Greetings, you've landed at the VUC, IP Communications and VoIP Community. We would like to thank Simwood.com for their support. Simwood can turn you as a developer into a telco. Our host at PBX is from OnSIP.com. You can go to GetOnSIP.com for a URL to call you. We've been privileged over the last five years to be using the best conference bridge on the planet. Yes, I'm talking about ZipDX.com, full-featured, full-HD conference bridge. Our website, VUC.me on the web, is hosted by Bluehost. And our worldwide local rate dial-ins are from Voxbone.com. I think the dot-com bubble is about... Anyway, we've got a couple of events we want to talk about uh, very quickly. First, The first one, of course, is ClueCon, and almost everybody here is going to that. August 3rd to 6th, Chicago. ClueCon doesn't really need an introduction from anybody. And, of course, Astracon. Allison Smith will be there, and almost everybody, again, will be there from here. Uh, it's October 13th to 15th, Orlando, Florida. Come on, a few of the more of you Europeans should get over there. It's easy to get to. Uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it this year. For the events, one final word before everybody gets tired of hearing my voice, because we're going to get to our guest, and that is, oops, Michael. <laughs> Michael had a slide, and he's got the old slide. 1,008 loans from our Kiva group. But look, this is today's slide. 1,022 loans. I'd love to see that number of members come up to 50. So with that, go to VUC.me slash Kiva. Take a look at the figures of what we've been doing. See if you'd like to join us. We would really appreciate it. I, I, and I really appreciate everybody's work here. Now, without further ado, I know you're dying to see me. So here I am. And the only reason I'm here now is to introduce uh, our guest, the co-founder of Clamor, and that would be Parviz. Parvizi, hello and welcome. Hi, Randy. Great to be with you. It's excellent to have you, Parviz. And uh, as you well know, <laughs> get mails and discussions and questions from you. I have been extensively using this for two things. We're using it for this uh, podcast, uh, and I'll show that on when Parviz has explained a little bit what it's all about. Uh, and I'm also using it for my uh, musical, my extensive musical career that I'm blooming in my youth. Uh, I'll mention a few things that I found useful in it there. As I told you, probably, we, eventually, we usually ask people how they even got into technology at all, because the world is a big place, things, a lot of things you could be doing. What introduced you to technology, and maybe at what age, even? Yeah. Um, so I actually introduced to yeah, the idea of Clamor and, and really the background with Clamor. Well, I'm just broadly technology. Look, I mean, uh, growing up, uh, I, I graduated high school in 95. So uh, one of my friends had an Internet connection senior year. Uh, so it was really going into college um, when email uh, came about. And so technology was really in the ether, um, you know, graduating right at the height of the bubble in 99. Um, uh, and going to a college that had a engineering heavy program um, at Cornell, uh, yeah, that a good engineering school there, so got a lot of exposure to people. So it was just in and around. Um, my most of my professional career has been um, the media sector uh, and wireless communications, um, more from the business side uh, as a consultant. I worked at a company called McKinsey and Company for a number of years, so uh, tech media telecom practice, and so it, it was just kind of in the ether. And um, with Clamor, uh, really the background and how I then into um, Clamor is uh, 
I'm actually a slow reader, and so is my co-founder, David Silverman. We're both slow readers, and we met on the first day of law school. So law is a lot of reading, uh, but um, guys like us, um, we were, we both, and we're both big self-learners, um, and so regardless of whether we were in school or not, we're so, we gravitated toward audio, and um, that had always been something that was important to us, and we would often share audio with each other, um, an audiobook, put it in Dropbox, tell me to listen to a particular part, I would, you know, grab podcasts and tell him, hey, this was a great part of this interview. And so it really came out of where one day uh, it sprung from his forehead in a conversation to say, why isn't there an audio Twitter? Why isn't there an efficient way to share great audio um, instead of this kind of clunky way of taking a whole file or referencing a whole uh, episode? Um, and so that just uh, scratched an itch. And we then just started really playing around and thinking about it as something that was interesting for us. And then um, started thinking a little bit more of, about it as Sarah and building a business and a platform around it. Um, so that's a little of the backstory. Okay. By the way, I don't know how many people realize this in this day and age because I don't know how regular people have on the internet, but a clamor actually means something. It's not a word you, see, you hear often, but it's actually pretty clever. A clamor, clamor yeah. is kind of a noise mix sort of about a subject or something like that. A clamor. That's right. That's right. That's the reference. Uh, you know, the clamoring masses kind yeah. of um, chattering. And uh, it's a great word for the platform we're building, which is uh, clamoring masses uh, sending short audio bites. Exactly. Um, let, let's, uh, let me just make right off the bat that uh, the app, when I first heard about it and started playing with it, I had to drag an iPhone 4 out of my drawer, which I have right here. You can almost see, let me see if I get the reflections. There we go. We can kind of see part of it. We'll talk about that a little bit more in a moment. Uh, but obviously, Clamor right now, as far as the app goes, only I know there's an Android coming. I don't know when. We won't put you on the spot for that. But a lot of people are asking about okay. that. However, there's also a web component. And you think, I'm going to skip, this is terrible on my part, but I'm going to skip to the middle of what we would be talking about just to ask if I understood this correctly. I know you're working on the web portal. You said you were merging and the main site together. And I just wanted to ask if you're, if you're going to make, if there's going to be more functionality for publishers on the web portal, in which case the Android may be less uh, urgent. That's exactly right. So what we'll be doing is um, right now, Clamor's expressed through now, and we have a web app and a web publisher portal. Those are separate. Um, and we're, we're merging those two. Both of those are mobile response. And in the next few weeks, the web app is going to basically have all the functionality that the iOS app has. Every week, we're adding more and more uh, with the goal of really for Android users giving them a mobile responsive web version that's the equivalent of the iOS app. So um, you'll be seeing that come out more and more each week. And of course, that goes for laptops and, and uh, tablets, because if, you've got a web if it's responsive design, that's going to work for just about everybody. This is, this is exactly. really good, and I'm, I'm kind of excited about talking about how we've, what we've done briefly. But before we do, let's go through what, the, what we're actually talking about here. What the heck so it is. What yeah, take, is. Yeah, take us through this. Um, I can just start off describing, and then Randy, I'll, maybe if you could give me a cue, I'm happy to then pull up a, um, a screen share as well. So the uh, motivation behind great audio, easier to share and easier to find. Um, fundamentally, we think that audio 
has a discovery problem and also a social, not a very social medium. Um, and there's a lot of great audio content that's stuck in the wrong unit size. It's in these long, you know, 30 minute hours, even with music in these sort of three to five minute blocks, which makes it hard to really find new stuff um, and to share. And so we drink down the unit size for audio and actually have these short audio bites that makes it easier to sample and share audio. And so Clamor is a platform that has exclusively short audio bites. They're capped at 18 seconds, and you listen to them in a continuous feed that's personalized to you. Um, so you choose, and then you just press play, and they come one after the other. And you can listen to them as a power feed. You can also launch into longer audio from one of these clips. And we also allow the creators to tie it to something else. So most people are tying it to longer audio where you press a hear more button, or if you're walking around with your mics, you double click on your mic to longer audio. You can also launch a web page, you can launch a YouTube video, and all of those launch seamlessly. So if you launch a YouTube video, if you're low, that longer thing plays, and when it's done, your stream of short clamors continues. So that's really the core problem we were trying to solve, which is making, making it easier to access um, and discover and share. Uh, and then the platform also has a whole host of creation features. Um, you can take any one of these clamors, these shorts, which we call clamors, and remix them. So if somebody posted something, you can actually remix it onto a soundboard in the app and multi-track on top. So it could be commentary, it could be an additional soundtrack, it could even be a group of 10 people singing happy birthday, and they just do it serially, one person adding one per the other. Um, and then obviously we have we have other creation aspects where you can pull in any podcast that's on your phone, anything from SoundCloud, et cetera, and grab that snippet, add the metadata that's associated with the source, the image, the description, and that hear more link, and we generate that automatically. Um, so just recently launched in the past few weeks, and we really reached out primarily to audio creators to create a great creator uh, creator community, and um, and then over time reach out more to just more uh, the masses who are just purely listeners. There, there are a couple of uh, very important things of, of why this is interesting. One is a lot of, there was a lot of chatter about Snapchat, for example. Snapchat, mm -hmm. uh, I haven't heard that much recently, actually, but it's, I guess it's still big. Um, and Snapchat, one of the features Snap actually pretty interesting is the Discover feature. Now, mm -hmm. the Discover feature actually, I think it's called Discover, is actually big publishers. So it's like CNN yeah. and all that. But I mean, theoretically, do a similar thing where you've got your short excerpt, your, your clamor, and that link will then go to, a, as you just said, a video or hopefully an article. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and maybe eventually there'll be other objects, I don't know. Um, but this is one thing, and I just wanted to mention in passing, because if, in case people don't realize, this would be a terrific way. I was talking to Allison Smith, who has a blog, and mm -hmm. she's actually an expert in voice production. And, yeah. for example, Allison can record these little snippets yeah. as a clamor, and then that brings people to her blog. So this is an example. In other words, you don't have to be a musician or a music producer or even yeah. a podcaster. That's where there's a very wide interest in this if you're, if you're producing anything at all with a link, including just writing articles. You know, Randy, it's, it's such a great point that you make. And I'll give you guys some examples of things we're doing and that people are doing. So every clamor is an open embeddable object. Um, while we love people using the app and that's great, we built it 
um, to have really clamors be available where people are spending their time. And so you can take any individual clamor or any channel and embed it as a widget on another digital experience. So on a blog, on a Tumblr, even in another, in another app. And so we've already started with folks who are kind of larger media players. Um, Time Inc., for example, so Time Magazine. We have these little short bites of Time Magazine stories in the news channel, um, TechCrunch. Um, we summarize a lot of tech news. There are actually not a lot of great sources of just pure headline news and audio for tech. So we have a tech news channel. And these summaries of the, in those cases, you press the more button, and it's a link. It actually launches the whole article. Um, and so one thing t uh, TechCrunch has been doing is they've been taking these of the TechCrunch account and actually posting them on Tumblr, for example. Um, and so you sort of see folks already starting to do that. And we see in who are bloggers, like there's somebody who has a health blog, and he's got a whole lot of great health tips that are primarily evergreen content that are just deep within, but it's not as if they're time sensitive. And so he's put up widgets of clamors um, on his site. So somebody can just listen to these short, and then when something interests them, they hit that more button and it launches uh, a new tab with the, the health info. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're absolutely right that this is something strictly in the audio realm it actually opens up um, a lot of great content to audio time. One of the things that's interesting, and we really started looking at this as a business uh, as opposed to just scratching our own itch. Um, we looked at U.S. Census data, and it turns out people spend four hours uh, in activities where they can't engage in visual media because their eyes have to be used for other things. So that's your morning routine, your drive time, work. Uh, shopping exercises actually add up to four hours. So there's this exclusive audio only time during the day um, that a lot of folks who are doing interesting things, et cetera, could um, get exposure for. Um, and we have some advanced features. Like if you press the like button on Clamor or the save button against any Clamor that you hear, we see email digest of everything that you liked or mm -hmm. saved. Um, so you can just see that, that all in one place. And obviously it's on your profile on Clamor as well. That's interesting. Let me try to show this. Hopefully, this, everybody, we don't have any good way to sure. know. Uh, so here's our, obviously, thrown together. The widget is there, but the page doesn't look like much. Is everybody seeing this? Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's what, yeah. hopefully, I will have sound as well. How are you enjoying Clamor? If you're interested, we're doing a feature with this co-founder of Clamor, Friday, July 24th at 12 during U.S. time. You can watch the video live or later at live.vuc.me. We're all using, I guess, Chrome browsers for that. In these cases, the majority of people will end up using Chrome anyway. Inside the contact center, you actually control what browser the agents are using, so you can decide, well, this is going to, to be Chrome. I will be talking about Batman. So uh, <laughs> the, the actual title of my talk is Building Your API Utility Belt. And the idea is that um, whenever Batman runs into this big other, he pulls out his utility belt and he's got like the perfect tool to solve the problem. First of all, the genie's already out of the bottle, okay, right? So um, for anybody who turn the audio off for a second, is going to, click on going to... And what's going to happen is mm -hmm. we're going to go to, a, we go to an embed. Is you going to use it for illegal means? The same person who was speaking. Keith, you can stop it. Another video. Anyway, that uh, is a particularly brilliant compared to, say, Instagram. I was talking to a guitar player who gives a lot of YouTube lessons, and he's recently mm -hmm. of Instagram. I don't, 
I don't know what the limit of uh, length limit of Instagram is. Let me stop the presentation here. 15 seconds, I think, something is it? like that. So it's just kind of the similar. Yeah. Uh, by the way, they called 12seconds.tv. I don't know if you saw or remembered that. I don't know. Uh, they were too early, you know. It was way, way long time ago, but uh, they had 12 right. seconds. Um, the uh, the um, fellow on the guitar uh, teacher and uh, jazz player, uh, I mentioned this to him because if he, you have a better production workflow on Clamor than you would on Instagram. On Instagram, you've got to record whatever it is you're trying to do and then upload it, as far as I know, anyway. That's right. Here you have and, and you can't to... really link stuff. Oh, right. And also, right. And that's, that's one of the particularly uh, clever things. And I just want to show this because I was really impressed with it. Since I don't use the I've forgotten that iOS has a lot of... This is not too much in focus, but what you're seeing, let me, it was in focus at one point. Let's see if we can get it to focus. Point is, you, if you're on cloud and if you happen to be producing a podcast or uh, music, either one are available off and on SoundCloud. So there's just a button when you want to broadcast, you want, when you want a camera that uh, does mm -hmm. everything that Pavi's just said, you would use this thing to select the, uh, the 18 seconds that you want. You click on SoundCloud. It loads the whole thing, and it's very quick. And then you start. You get the start and end points. And once you've got that, you click on uh, next. Show it because it's obviously not that visible. But when you click on, in fact, maybe you can do this, uh, Pavi. Uh, is it possible? Well, it would be kind of yeah. You have the screens. You no, know, it'd be my pleasure. I can. Let's look at the app. We'll be able to see it in focus. Yeah. Having seen Pavi's previous. Yeah. I know that he's well equipped to do this. Yeah, he's got a. That's true that he has a. He's yeah. got a really good info. We'll put him on here. So let's just do a screen share and um, pull up the AirPlay. Great. This will be fun if we can get it to go working properly the way we want it to. Okay. Um, it's all part of the fun of the VUC. There we go. Look at how sharp. Totally. It is too. You guys got it. Yep. That's Sweet. Great. Okay. So what I'll do is I'm going to launch Clamor. I'll just hit this. Uh, button on the lower right here. Uh, that's my Clamor app. Home feed. So um, it's organized around channels. We have some default channels that users can follow and they can make up their own. So a channel is just a combination of multiple accounts. So anywhere from top storytelling podcasts to headline news to urban music. Um, and just before we go into that recording piece, just so you guys worry, um, if I press any one of these, I will launch a a stream of clamors. So let's say, for example, I pick headline news, right? So click that, and now I'm going to get a stream of, of headline news. Now, you guys can't hear that uh, just because of the setup I've done. Oh, dear. He'll be back. Yeah, we, we've lost audio here. It was to reproduce audio that, or did he freeze because maybe the... Doing Oh, he's Stuff here. A lot. We're having some problems with... Right, let's see. Did that... Let's see. Screen share just kind of went away, huh? Well, um, we, we see the screen share still, but we weren't getting any audio. I was oh, okay. Um, are you seeing the screen share now? The no, thing now that says... Now we see you. Okay. Let's do this share one more time. Um, I think it just kind of bugged out on me there. Well, he's looking at that, by the Sensitive. way. You can also message between people who are, who are like on any other social network. And I, I see that James, what made me think of it is that I messaged James and he messaged me back saying like something. So you can, you can actually talk to people uh, through that. 
You can also search. By the way, my biggest first suggestion is to put all in the tech uh, in the tech bundle. Oh, we will do that. No problem. Um, obviously, uh, let's see us going again. It is pretty slick when it does get going. It's so, perfectly um, clear, which is good. But uh, we lost lost the audio. That um, I'm using Reflector on on my iPhone uh, to my computer, so sometimes that kind of bugs out. Does that you guys seeing that now? Yes. Great. Perfect. So you know there's these news channels, and it'll just go for 18 seconds, and if I don't if I whip it to the next story, um, and story. Um, now that hear more button, I can launch the full audio by just pressing that at the bottom there. Right. Um, and then uh, sharing options, you know, to your point, um, Randy, if I, I can share it out to Facebook and Twitter and it'll play natively in those environments, mm. I can also share it with it and that'll generate a chat string um, with somebody. Right. So, and um, I'll show you guys that chat string now to your point earlier, Randy. So these will be chats that I'm having with people. Um, you know, this will be a, um, you know, a chat string that I'm, that I'm actually engaging in. These show up um, as, as little so you can press play on and launch the whole clamor off of that. Is that all coming across clearly? Yep. It's perfect. On the call. This is so actually on your, go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, go mm -hmm. ahead. No, no, please, go ahead. Well, I was just going to comment on the fact that when you said that the, the origin of this had to do with listening, again, uh, going back to the discovery paradigm of, of, um, of Snapchat, but this is much different. Mm -hmm. but, uh, there's also been things like uh, audio, uh, I can't remember the name of this platform, read blogs. It reads blogs to you with mechanical voices that, by the way, don't pronounce, mm -hmm. that pronounce meme, meme, right. meme. Uh, right. like that. So you know that you can't listen to them. But anyway, point is that these are these are carefully produced. And I did listen to a little of headline news, and it's true that you mm -hmm. could in the middle of the night or on a train or there are many car. There are many situations where yep. that actually might be interesting. And the fact that they have to boil the news down and that they, I don't know, they haven't started yet. From what I've learned, done things like here's ten things that blah blah blah. Or do they? You know, it hasn't been a link bait mm -hmm. thing yet. Yeah, so they're yeah. actually content, 18 seconds long, but there actually is content. And if you want to, if you find a good news source, whether it's tech, entertainment, whatever field you're in, uh, that you're interested mm -hmm. in, it's pretty compelling. It's pretty interesting. I haven't done a lot of it because I was more interested in the publishing side. But, but it's, it's damn interesting to listen yeah. to those things and uh, to explore. I need to do more. You know, Randy... Um it's interesting you mention it. I'll bring my face back and then I'll come to the, uh, the, um, the app because I, I figure I'll comment on that. Mm -hmm. um, let's just see if I can get that screen share. Great. So um, as an experiment, one thing we did was we tech news channel into a podcast. Um, so we just take those tech news clamors that are less than 18 seconds and we play 15 minutes worth of Natalie. Mm -hmm. And then we just loaded that every day as a podcast for iTunes. And, um, in, and it was just, it's been up for two weeks. And last week it got to, um, to be the number seven ranked podcast in the technology category on iTunes. Um, so it does speak to the fact that, you know, in that case, we'll have, that's a platform a lot of people are already using. These short audio bites um, in the news use case that you referenced. Now we see a lot of other use cases with podcasts, 
um, but it's very compelling. Um, you know, if you especially if you're targeted. You know, there's a lot of general news out there, but for targeted areas, um, if you want entertainment into more of a Hollywood agent, um, you know, tech news, etc. Um, we think it's a really efficient way to get that and an efficient publishing platform um, to just start posting all things. Um, and with that, I can actually jump in and back to screen share and go to what you originally wanted me to do, which was show the um, creation aspects, uh, if that's helpful. Right. Uh, um, so I'll share this back. Hopefully it's still there. Um, great. So to publish a clamor is super easy. Um, you go to the on the upper left, which is a menu, and then you just hit this microphone on the bottom. And that brings up a soundboard. And that soundboard, you can pull sources, uh, you can pull uh, items from a number of sources. So you can just straight record your voice. You can grab something from SoundCloud. You can grab music or podcasts that are downloaded on your phone. Uh, you can remix other clamors. And then we've collected a whole bunch of sounds here that um, folks have loaded that were pretty great. So we have some of our own beats like um, and other beats. But people have put up funny things like... Um, movie quotes, um, you know, funny little joke lines. A lot of those are memes that are up there, uh, and they're, and some people like to add those into their clamors. But, um, you know, you mentioned SoundCloud. So I'll just go to SoundCloud, and I'll look for, you know, a Cold Wilson and, uh, from Berkeley who we've worked with has, which I like their work a lot. And um, so this is some of their stuff. So you, would, you could preview it by just our left side, and it'll start streaming it and you just get a feel for what the source is like. And then you hit that plus button to pull it onto the soundboard, that plus button far right there. Um, it'll take a, you know, a minute or so to download, depending on the speed of the connection that you have. Um, but when it does, what's going to happen is it's going to show up as a waveform on that soundboard. Um, and uh, hopefully, this will, hopefully it's not too big of a file. If it is... Um, we can just go for a shorter one. It's the uh, size of the clip, doesn't it? Uh, how many seconds? So the limit is 18 seconds. And while that's going, I can give you guys a feeling for why we a lot of people ask us. Um, let's see if I can just maybe just pick something else other than Cold Wilson. Um, boy. So you're uploading the entire audio track there, and then you have to what select the correct 18 seconds from that complete clip. Is That's right? right. Grab the piece that you want, the 18-second piece that you want um, from that clip, um, and then you, uh, that's, that's kind of what you, what you end up loading. Um, yep, you got it. Um, so I can, I can try to go for something else off, let's say SoundCloud, just as an example here for educational purposes. So, um, and... And, and then, and then, yeah, that's so. So this pulls in this piece. I guess there might have been something wrong with that file. Uh, and we have a scrubber for fast zooming. I'm moving this button around on the bottom, but I can also put my finger on the waveform and slowly drag it to grab the piece that I want um, from that. Uh, now I can leave this as it is. I obviously don't have to have it be 18 seconds, so I can make it shorter. And if I pulled in a clip, I think I can do, if I want to do some splicing, is I can flip it around by pressing the far left, just that icon on the far left, and then making a copy. And so now I can grab different bit, um, right, and do some splicing as well. Uh, I can modify the volume uh, of, of any given clip. And obviously I can um, other clamors. So I can, somebody created a clamor here. 
so I can pull that clamor in and remix it into what I have. So you can you can kind of go endlessly on clips that you're remixing and layering on top of each other. And you can add your own voice certainly as well um, if you want to do a little bit of a voice piece, for example, or an overlay that's there. Um, once you're done with the soundboard, you hit next. And then what's interesting here is we pull in all um, so you can modify the title at the top. You can modify the description inside. Uh, you can also modify the image or out to. In this case, it's linking out to SoundCloud, but those are automatically created for you. So you don't actually have to do that. It's not any real work. The only real work is what you mentioned earlier to go grab the right piece. Um, and then we default it so that it automatically goes to Facebook and Twitter, which you see these icons that are highlighted. Um, and so Everything you gets posted to Facebook and Twitter for you if you want it to, and it'll play natively in those environments. So um, it gives people a, a tool to create and also distribute or syndicate even outside of Clamor, and then you just hit post. Did that all make some sense? Hopefully, it wasn't too fast. For me, uh, it's I I was in, I actually didn't know about the ad, adding different clips together or splicing, mm -hmm. but as far as what I wanted to do, which is just to take excerpts of things, mm -hmm. whether they're podcasts or uh, music. So I was just using one thing, but the point is that surprisingly, I mean, the iPhone 4 is a three and a half inch screen. I'm not even sure, four inch, <laughs> whatever it is, small, and I've got a little rubber bumper type thing around it. So it's not that easy to manipulate, and yet this app works flawlessly. It's, uh, it's fairly intuitive, too, because I didn't read anything about it. The fact that right. it grabs all the metadata is excellent because... Uh, um, you can do this all on the web. I don't, do you have something you want to show on the web? We could do that too. Yeah, let's do that. So, um, so you I'd can do it. To. So you can do it all on. What I was just going to say is that you can do it all on the web, but it's less. You, there's no editor, at least not that I know of, and you can't. It doesn't pull in everything by itself. On the other hand, you have a real keyboard, so you're, it's not a big deal. But you can right. publish, and important, you can t entries. And I hope that eventually the app will be able to do that. In other words, time the publishing, I mean. So you can set the publishing to another uh, time on the web, which we can, you can yeah. actually say, okay, this thing... I've actually set a few up so that while I'm in the air, when I go over to the States, stuff will come up. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's... Yeah, so I'll, uh, I'll pull this up right now. Let's go to... Great. So I'm going to go to the publisher portal. So that's just publisher. Do you guys see that, by the way, on yes, the screen? Yes, perfect. So that's just publisher.clamor.com, um, where I logged in. And if you're on, um, you can log into the publisher portal with the same login. Um, so in the app, you just go to your profile, and you check out what your, and what your password is. And if you don't have those set up, you just set those up, and then you log into the publisher portal. And the publisher portal is... Um, is, is really simple and bare bones. You have, you can listen on the publisher portal, so you can have widgets of channels that you're following here, um, which right now we have a bit of a slow connection to populate. And the piece around creating clamors, um, I'll just let this, hopefully, yeah, there we go, populate. So you could, um, you know, you can see create clamors at the top. Uh, as Randy mentioned, you just simply type in the information that you want. So the title, uh, the 18 second or less, the image, the description, and then you set up your extended content. So you can set up any URL with .mp3 um, and, uh, uh, or, or 
or SoundCloud or YouTube link, and then you can set this at any point in the future or the past. Um, people who use the app to create, um, they don't have this scheduling feature, but when they post their Clamor, they can go to the publisher portal and change the date. So this is actually helpful from a workflow perspective because they'll create 10 or 20 of these uh, and post them out for several days uh, in, ahead of time. The efficient workflow to have this, this uh, posting option. And then you know, when you posted something, you go to My Posted Clamors, and that's where you can just simply go and uh, by pressing the Edit option and um, you know, change the date if you want or any of the other information. Uh, so that's, that's the publisher portal. We all have a portal um, that you can log into. Um, and you know, that one is just, that one is a little slicker than the publisher portal. And over time, in just in the next few weeks, we'll be merging the two. Um, you can actually create client looking workflow, um, but you just hit this record button that's on the left side, and that'll, let, that'll take you to a recording screen. Um, the publisher portal is edit clamors that you've made in the past. So we typically tell hardcore publishers just to use that publisher portal. Um, but this is mobile responsive. So as an Android, can go and use this for listening and also use it for creation if they want, if they have their audio file on their computer. So the workflow is a little different. You go to the screens that let you... Um, uh, you know, add the descriptive data, et cetera. Um, but that's, that's the web version. We're definitely excited and, uh, and get Android folks, uh, you know, a, a more complete experience. I should ask if anybody else has any questions. Yeah. Not muted. Uh, anyone on ZipDX? By the way, uh, Michael, are you watching ZipDX? Because I am. We did uh, tell people, I don't know how much we pushed out the phone numbers, but actually we have the possibility of having people dial in on local rate uh, phone lines from uh, many countries. Um, um, we'd need to see if there was a bunch of people dialed in. We'd have to unmute them. Of course, they're told to... If you are listening and you want to have a question, hit... <laughs> I had to think about it. Star 6. We'll talk Star about mute sticks. <laughs> mute state. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Who uses phones anymore? That's my question. Uh, but this is a good... Actually, clamor, I think. So there yeah. have been a lot of, well, people, I'm waiting for some of the other questions. Um, there actually has been a lot of work done in this area with things like blogging, like Audio Boo was one of the early ones. Sure, yeah. I think it's, is it still called that even? I'm not sure. Um, I think they might have been bought by and then uh, linked into something called um, right, exactly. uh, that, and they're doing some pretty cool stuff. But it's, but it's nowhere near the flexibility. It's a totally different concept. I don't think it's limited. It's uh, what you're doing, specific goal and specific goals in mind and um, obviously uh, people can tell by my sincere enthusiasm that I think this is an excellent idea. I like the execution of it and uh, hopefully if the uh, the web stuff works well on my larger screen Android phone uh, at the end of the no problem. I do have another comment which is that on a Twitter on the Twitter app on all of my phones mm -hmm. you can do multiple accounts happens i have multiple accounts because i immediately right. whenever i join anything i always have right. two accounts voip users conference this one and my musical stuff or my personal uh, sure. i think there's no way to do that on the phone on the io the ios app at the moment uh, no because you right can't now, log out i think oh you can log out it's not totally uh, uh it's it's not totally obvious 
you know, but you basically go to, um, you just go to the menu, and then you go to settings and log out. And but when you, but when you log in, it remembers the other, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, when you log in, you can have you policy wise, we're okay with people having multiple. If we don't have an issue with that, we would expect it for the reasons that you cited. People are often are managing different brands or at least aspects of of what they do with their lives. Um, so. Uh, you can do that. And one thing that makes it a little bit easier is you can use Facebook or Twitter to log in as opposed to like a username login. Right. But yeah, um, that's, you, you can log out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you just hit that menu and then settings. And then in that settings section, there's a logout. And by the way, we didn't mention, or maybe you did, but wasn't clear enough in the come about right now <laughs> is that you can create your own channels. And you, basically the idea there is that as a listener, you're creating channels of stuff you listen to. And I heard, I'm not real clear on that. Tell us about that. Or are they, they're, your any cha are they shared or are they just your channels? They're your channels that you create, but follow those channels. Okay. Um, and I can actually pull up a, a bit of a screen share to walk through some of the more customization aspects of Clamor because there are a good number of them. And for some of your listeners who want to be real power users, especially creators, we have a YouTube channel. And on that YouTube channel, we posted videos. Um, there's a 45 or 101 skills and then some update videos and each of them also has a show more button underneath so uh, you press that and um, we have hyperlink ton of contents the idea was that we could make it um, a resource for people to keep going back to when they want to learn about different topics um, uh, I'll screen share in a sec I think the other thing I'll mention that's a little bit of a sneak preview for you is um, we're going to enable playlists um, soon because right now you can create channels and add accounts into those channels so you know you could add me and three other friends into your channel and then that's one of your channels and anytime you want to listen to all of our press play um, but that'll publish into that channel everything that I create um, and so we're transitioning to playlists so that you could pick and choose 10 clamors but only two of them are relevant um, to what you want to cover in your channel, you can use a playlist function to cherry pick individual channels, uh, individual uh, clamor. So let me try to pull this guy up again and um, see what we can do here. Yeah, that's a great feature. So we're talking curation now. Like, and you put them together. Playlist sounds more musical, although it could be playlist of anything. Okay, here we go. We see. Yeah, yeah. We've we've actually. It's funny you mention it. We've we've got a lot on what to call them uh, in terms of vocabulary. Right now, we're using playlists mm -hmm. as a um, as a placeholder. So um, you know, to create a channel down to I have a lot of channels, but um, to this thing called add channel at the bottom, and you press that tile on the lower right. You can pick one of the default channels that's available if you haven't already subscribed to it, or you press create a channel. And in there, you just add individuals in. You can search for them, well, that could be Randy, um, right? There you go. Uh, Good uh, choice. David. Thank you, yeah. Um, you know, and then you, you just click somebody's image, and if you to add them, you just click their image to remove them. Uh, so you click on the line below, and once they're on your list of channel sources, you can just click their picture to get rid of them. So you pick the folks who you want in that channel, then you hit next, and um, yeah, you give it a name. Like uh, you can add an image by hitting the you know the image there and just taking something, either taking a photo or going from your library. Give it a description, and then you save it. 
And now on my list of channels here, you see this thing called rock stars. I didn't add an image to it yet. Um, but there you go. That'll populate <laughs> with a preview because these all have, and then I press play and here's a great clamor that you put up. Um, by the way, sometimes the gray, I guess sometimes when it's gray and there is an image in the channel, it's nothing new. Is that correct? Because I noticed that sometimes my, uh, some of the stuff I've added is gray. And I was, I was just assuming that it's because I've heard everything and there's nothing new. Exactly. If you've heard everything in that channel um, and there's nothing new, then it'll be gray. Exactly. Um, you know, often if you're adding sources that are fairly active, that should really never. But if you're adding some individuals who are really sporadically uh, putting stuff up, then that'll be the case. And then if you want to modify that channel, you just long press it. So hold it down um, and you'll get some options. One of them is edit. And then you can go in and hit that little green thing to add more. At the top, hit the carrot on the right side or anywhere really on that line to edit some of the details of that channel. Um, and then you know remove people. And you can also just straight up delete the channel as well. Um, now people, let's say somebody comes across this channel, when they press play, um, you know, they'll, they'll hear that channel. They can also view the channel. And, and then they can, they can sort of end up following it. As, as well. Um, so you know, that, that's how folks can end up following your channels. Um, that's kind of the, so that's kind of the scoop there. You can reorder these if you long press so you can reorder, get a list of all your channels and then move them around. So I can, you know, drag this one up, uh, if I want to. And what we're seeing right now is a number of people I'll actually just show you that. So you get a feel for it. Um, Right now, we're seeing people starting to basically do a bit of a land grab on Clamor. So they're trying to create channels around topics uh, like wellness, for example, or parenting, and really trying to aggregate all the people making Clamors into those channels to kind of position themselves a little bit. Um, so there we have this one at the top to position themselves a little bit. And, that, um, and we're encouraging of folks. Um, you know, we've told folks who are serious that if they put channels together that have a regular stream of content, you know, 30 plot, new clips a day, and a track record of that, we're happy to feature them to new users. Um, we really want Clamor to be community-driven as opposed to a media model. What about namespace now? So you mentioned land grab, and it immediately brings up the question, suppose I've got, um, I don't know, shredding guitar. I yeah. start, a, start a channel called Shredding Guitar. Can there be 20 channels by that name, or how does that all work? Yeah, so usernames are unique, as you might guess, um, but channel name not at, at this time. So people can have the same channel name. Uh, obviously, it'll have a different username associated with it as the creator. Um, thought there is that um, you know we we don't want to start creating restrictions around use of the English or other languages, um, and that people really, uh, based on the quality of what they're doing, rise to the top. And so if somebody wants to have a channel that's got the same name and nobody's following it and they're putting junk up, I don't think it really hurts anyone. We'll have an eye on that and assess that policy on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, if that's causing confusion, really, that's the main thing we kind of care about, especially if if it's something that's more of a branded channel name. Um, you know, you've got a branded channel name that's Randy Resnick, and then somebody else comes along, and they're just creating confusion. That's that's something where we we probably want to step in. Whereas if someone just saying, you know, tech news, uh, you know, fine, uh, yeah, it's you want someone else and lower the chances of standing out. It's kind of up to you. Yeah, I think your biggest 
worry if uh, if things if there's a huge rush into this mm -hmm. the biggest problem would be channel cnn news which i mean yeah. not everybody's going to do obviously yeah but sooner sooner or later you'll probably run into that and that that's the only unfortunate big waste of time kind of uh, to work if, if that does happen right. let's hope it doesn't let's hope the yeah. community is yeah. so great that it doesn't happen so far it's a great community i have to say um we, in terms of audio creators truly original audio creators we've had over three thousand of them join and post their own original content up. And um, it's been great. Um, it's been a great community so far, very supportive. But inevitably, you get um, you know, people who lie on the kind of far ends of the distribution curve in terms of being plugged into uh, proper norms of behavior. So, right. fine. The um, other thing that's happened to me a few times on SoundCloud is <laughs> uh, you get a message saying, oh, we love your stuff. Have you ever considered buying downloads in yours? You know, that also is may be inevitable. People like to make money and mess around. I don't know why I'm going negative. I'm just trying to go as far large, you know, shotgun. No, yeah. I think, Randy, it's, 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 it's always some of the stuff that comes up in your mind. And often um, one of the interesting things is, uh, uh, you know, it's certainly kind of conversations, you know, it comes up. In our, um, one of the interesting things is where do you allocate attention and effort and which problems do you solve, you know, first versus later? And we're cautious of things can come up, um, but sort of saying, let's, let's create an awesome experience. It's kind of same with monetization. Often people ask us, how do you make money? And candidly, we said, we have no clue um, because we think of how you make money as being an aspect of the product and not separate from it. And so just like every part of the product fleshed out when you throw it out there and just you focus on the most important parts, like in this case, you know, we said, let's go out with a beta on it. We can't, we can't solve for every platform at once. Um, let's do one and learn from that. Um, and so when it comes to making money, we said, let's create a great experience, have the right kind of community. And that community, in a sense, will guide us uh, on where they give us permission to make money, um, where it's actually what they're doing rather than interruptive or um, you know, kind of undermining their experience. No, I think that's a great idea. Take a look at where it goes. Keep adding features or look moving things and so on. Right. Excellent. Excellent. Well, this has been great. We're, I'm looking for questions. I don't see anything on IRC now that I made you go to IRC. I've got a quick question. Yeah. Uh, I want to add uh, friends to my list. Um, but looking at it, uh, the only way, I can, the obvious way I can see is to use either my uh, list on my device mm -hmm. or my Twitter contacts. Or um, what's the other Facebook? So is there a way of directly entering friends? So if I wanted to listen to your stuff, for example. Yes. So great question. Um, that gets to some of the social feed. The parts you referenced were about how do you follow friend? How do you kind of add to your friend list or your following list? And yeah, on the menu, uh, just for other, I'll just recap what you did, which is you went to the menu. Um, and you went to the friends section. Um, and in that friends section, we have contacts, Facebook, Twitter. The neat things is, uh, if you enable those, so if you hit uh, view contacts on Clamor, if you uh, click the Facebook and the Twitter options, we'll in those lists, and anyone who is uh, connected to you on those platforms or through your contacts who's on Clamor, will note those and just follow them. Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll sort of do a, I can do a quick screen share for you guys to get a feeling for it because on my screen right now, 
I hit. Okay, well, well, as a test, can you have a go at adding me? Because I don't think I'll be in any of your contact lists at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So if I just want to straight up, um, you're on Clamor right now, correct? I am. Yeah, great. So all I do is I just go to Explore, or from my home feed, I hit the uh, little uh, on the upper right, and that'll bring up the Explore option, and I will type in your name. So I would just need to know your name. Um, James Bodie, spelled in, James. in one word. Great. So James Bodie. And I find That's you. Good. Yep. Yeah. And um, I go to you, and then I hit Follow. You'll get on your screen if you look on if you hit that little menu uh, and hit messages. Yep, you got a number one there which says you have a message that you'll get a notification following you. Brilliant. And then if you hit that notification, you can go to me, my profile, and follow me back if you'd like. Um, which so that's I have kind of, which you I've haven't done. done. I have done, and that's oh, you you've now got a little one. Yeah. Yep, that's right. I've got now a little one on my screen. It's rather uh, instantaneous, uh, obviously. Um, you know, we can even I can send a little I can uh, send a little message here to you. I can say, um, "Love that clamor." I see that that is easier than I thought. I, I just couldn't work out how to do it. Yep, and um, boom, you'll get a message from me now uh, with that clamor in it. Uh, and there it is. It's just come come through, and it's actually yeah, it's come through on my iPhone as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, this is what it should look like. Yeah, that, that's pretty. The user interface is remarkably well formed. I mean, Thanks a lot. That's well, uh, you know, uh, Oren on our team um, is really doing the front end. is uh, extraordinarily talented. Uh, there are four of us who started the company, and um, uh, he's really uh, he, he's 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 somebody who's a multi multi um, in the sense of um, great developer skills, but also great uh, feeling for design and user interface. Uh, so I'll definitely pass that on to him, and we get pretty good comments about that on a regular basis. Um, uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's some of the how you follow folks. And then, James, just to play that out fully, uh, you'll see this um, square here, this tile that says users I follow under play all. That users I follow is everybody who you're following. And if you press play, just get a stream of everything everyone you follow has put up, just mashed up together. Uh, but if you long press it, for t- you'll get the option to view the users that you follow, and then you'll get a list of all the people you follow, and then you can tap into any one of them and, um, and their, you know, look at their profile, see what they're doing, et cetera. You know, that is just so very, very clever. Thank you. Um, you like that a lot. Super. Well, I, well, I'll look forward to exchanging some clamors with you. Um, one thing, since we went to search, I'll, I'll, and I have this screen up, I'll play out for you guys, is aspect of clamor that's really live, real-time, uh, or you know, semi-real-time, we'd need a lot more people, obviously, you know, millions of people using it for it to be truly real-time, but when you search option, if you search for a term, let's type in Clinton. She's always in the news. Um, so obviously, always. So y- you'll get a list of clamors, users, and channels with that term, right? So you've got the clamors, the users, the channels. That list of clamors actually becomes a virtual channel. Just any one of these or just hit this see more clamors, you actually can press play all, and now I'm going to get a stream of every clamor mentions Clinton. So it becomes a virtual channel. Um, and when we talked about those widgets earlier, Randy, um, those widgets, you can make them against, but you can also make them against search terms. So you could, for example, make a widget 
against Clinton and then embed that on a website and every clamor that's getting mentioned in Clinton is going to uh, show up on that website's widget. Um, so that's kind of another neat aspect of clamor that, that we really like and that's pretty fun. You can create this virtual channel against um, terms and also hashtags. So you guys could, for example, tell your community, hey, post clamors against this hashtag at a virtual radio station of all the clips that are posted against that. That's actually, uh, again, uh, more stuff that I hadn't, uh, that I did not know about. I'm going to show, show uh, what I'm seeing here because it's because I happen to be there. And you can select on the um, widget type, you can select a user, a search, presumably a search term or a mm -hmm. channel. And mm -hmm. uh, then you've got the size and you name it and you um, have a size. So that's, that's, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, and that, that's real time, isn't it? And as new clamors arrive, it just updates itself. Exactly. So you get the news feed of, you could be for an account, but it could also be for a term that's trending. Um, or a term that you tell, you know, a community to post against uh, or to post with. Oh, so it and, could be like um, a hashtag. Exactly. Yeah. If you do a hashtag, for example, um, you can, if, you, if you've got the screen up, we can do it as a quick oh. um, demo here. Um, Let me put it let's back. do, let's actually do, oh, let's see. Well, um, the good one is TruePhone because I know I just set up a couple of glamours with TruePhone. Um, T-R-U-P-H-O-N. Um, yeah, so use the hashtag too, yep. Okay. Yeah, what I want to know is what happens when, when it gets to the end of all the stories it with that? I think it stops, to... start it maybe, I don't know. That's right, it just stops. Um, yeah, I mean, in the case of most scenarios with channels um, and accounts, um, plus at this point, but yeah, it does stop if you, if you have a search term that's a fairly narrow one, for example. Let's try okay. it. Okay, and uh, what happens then if a new... Nice. <laughs> no, you picked the wrong one. The other one's much nicer. Well, we can't. It's not easy to. Uh, that's one. There's no fast forward. There's no skip, is there? Uh, yes, you can. Uh, yeah, there is, yeah. yeah. Well, not maybe not on the preview, though. Uh, yeah, the previewer may not have it. I'd have to jump over it just from like memory. But it, there's a little. And we're working. That widget has a lot of opportunity. Um, oh, it does. We're working on obviously adding some more controls and things like that. Uh, it's it's a viable widget. Right now. Uh, There you go. Oh. There's nothing it's, there. Oh, maybe just, did you just use that hashtag on only oh, one I'm, of I'm, yours? Yeah, and I'm, on, I'm only, well, wait a minute. You only use it on... Okay. Oh, you know what you did? You did Intones Drag hashtag. But you can, um... You can quickly edit that if you want to, James. Um, uh, right. You could in, uh, in the app. You that one there. The hashtag is. Yeah, edit clamor. Um, um, where's the uh, hashtag? So it's in the description section. Oh, yeah. um, I'll put in true phone in there. Yep. That. Hopefully the jazz one will be there now. You'll like the jazz one, Randy, because you'll so, be a jazz. So I have yeah. to do another search on uh, True Four. And one thing you can do though is when you create that widget, Randy, mm -hmm. um, it'll also just give you a straight link. You can just right. go to that link as well. Be That'll be a landing page. Have, yeah, I should have like your um, uh, fast forward option. Oh, okay. Or let's, skip option. Let's really. try that then. Am I sharing? No, I'm not sharing. Yeah. That. Hold on.
Is that jazz? That's Scar. Jazz. Oh, you've missed out on the audio. Ah, uh, true fun. You have to restart no, it now because no, no, no. it's beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and that's what happens when it's cool. done, it stops. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's very, very, very cool. I could be using Clamor and embedding Clamor into the VUC, don't you think, Randy? Oh, absolutely. It's already a feature. It's already on the cool. page. And uh, I put about six of these ones. We'll put an excerpt from this. The thing is, when we do an hour, it's kind of hard to get the sound bite. Um, it can be a little labor intensive, so you kind of kind of almost grab something that gives the flavor, which is what we try to do. And uh, mm -hmm. a lot we get up to a lot of different things on this, so obviously it's not that easy. But we will definitely uh, put one. And we sure. can, you can also put it. But I did on this one. Yeah. Sorry, you can use a, a sound bite that which then cues up a lump of video, can't you? Absolutely. But what, what I did to the preview, and maybe we'll keep doing that, is I grabbed something. Actually, I said, if you're interested in Clamor, you should watch this. But it'd be nice to from somebody. Most of our people are have presented. I'm sure you have. Uh, and, you know, so the, you, you ask them to say something and send you the 18 seconds or whatever. And the link will go to the video, which it did uh, to, for the last two, three days. It has gone to the video. Yeah. Of course, when they click on the video, it says... See you in three days or something. It's there, so that's yeah. Idea. I mean, after today, when the video's up, um, do a new one. Yeah, and you can encourage your audience to make um, make make some of these clamors. They're funniest, kind of most interesting moments that, that crack them up or whatever, Absolutely. or most interest to them. Um, you know, we're we're learning right about how people use it, and um, that, that's us. Well, we're personally, I'm um, totally gung ho on this thing, and we'll see how long that lasts because I'm gung ho on a lot of things. But uh, this seems to be something really useful. And to me, the main thing I wanted to get across, and it's probably why I talked maybe more than I normally would, is that hmm. I see that there's a much bigger use case for this than is apparent when you first look at it. When you first look at anything right. on the Internet today, uh, it's like, oh, yeah, 18-second yeah, audio, nice, next. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right? How am I, I going to use It's just another thing. Uh, and you can't... You can't visualize how useful it is, but I'm beginning to see it. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's good for organizations. Cool. Okay, any final questions from anybody? Tim hasn't said anything, but I guess he's because he probably doesn't want to say anything. Unusual for Tim. Come on, Tim. Unmute. Oh, well, all right. I'll say something. Um, two things, in fact. Um, one of which was uh, when you get around to doing the audio stuff uh, on the um, – have a – Get, have your coder look at web audio because I think it'll make life um, a lot easier for them. There's some fantastic stuff you can do with web audio, kind of coder thing. Uh, so that's kind of the level I'm looking at it. And then the other thing I would say is, um, what's the? I didn't look, but what's the privacy policy? So very kind of the, the app when you install, it's really really keen to to know all of my contacts on all of my social networks. Um, what if, what promises are you making about? those and what you'll do with them um i, I didn't quite hear i don't know if translate a bit that the audio quality here here was i think there was a question about 
uh, something around some some sort of policy. Uh, yeah, I'm getting it now. Replay, Randy. Did you hear what he said? What Tim said? Yeah, uh, he's asking about uh, the fact that the app asks for a lot of privileges on contacts, and I guess be done with those, if anything. What's the policy on using that data? Did you get that? Is that what you said? <laughs> suddenly having a little trouble here. Bit deprived once um, again. Ironic. What? What's a privacy privacy? And, <laughs> this is very convenient. <laughs> privacy policy. Privacy policy. Yeah, send me a clamor. <laughs> yeah, send him a clamor. <laughs> but if you send me as a private message. Okay. So uh, if we're talking about privacy with the that's a broad topic. Um, so it's about the clamors that you. Contact. Um, contact. If you post a clamor, the public can hear it. Contact. About the um, contact. We only use your contacts to contact with on your behalf when you try to connect with them on clamor. That's our. That's what we do with that. Um, we're not um, building some, I don't know, mailing whatever. Uh, it's just for the purpose of, through clamor, sending them an invite. Um, it is what that is, basically. So they're doing, um, as in LinkedIn? Or are they? Are they with the whole, they're not what? They're not, are they uploaded or is that done locally and then you send through? That's the question. It's kind of hard to communicate this way, though. Let's see. I know. It's kind of hard to listen to. Um, I mean, here. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike. They're not. Well, I, I mean. Uh, you get better audio if you turn your video off just for a moment. Yeah, you can. In uh, my case, turning me off? Yeah, sure. Turn, um, turn, uh, yeah, oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so my question was indeed about the uh, how you manage the contacts and what you do with them, and that's an answer that's great. Um, the only other thing I, I said earlier was uh, when your coder gets around to doing more on the web app, go and um, go and have them uh, look at web audio because it's it's a really really sweet new API that will do a lot of things that you want to do. Um, in very elegant way. Right. So go, go, go. I mean, they probably already know it, but I've just been playing with it, and I, I love it. So I'm kind of evangelizing everyone I talk to. That's a great tip. That scheme, Ken Ito, uh, is really the owner of um, Backend and also Web, and so um, we'll, we'll be chatting about that. Um, cool. Thanks for that tip. Somebody else, I think, on, the, on the, something about the alarm. Um, uh, I'm happy to you know, bring that up. Yeah. We have alarm on Clamor. So you can set up an alarm. Clamor just plays. Or sorry, you get a. It's actually a notification that comes up that says, you know, time to play your clamors, um, and then you just press play. It doesn't. It doesn't start audio immediately on its own. You still have to, you know, say yes and then play your clamors. Yeah, what I'd really like is to have Clamor watching for new clamors words in that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. Is, is mm -hmm. that what the does? Yes. Yeah, I want to be notified when no, the alarm is simply really pops up on that's, a, that's a good point, Parvi, uh, what you're yeah. saying, which is like a Google search alert, you know, Google alert type thing. That's actually a pretty good idea, assuming uh, there's enough contact con content uh, to do that. That'd be great. And maybe also, yeah. if we're going to go that yeah, far if on the wish list, also maybe, um, I don't know what kind of search language. Apparently, I would guess it's just a single keyword. So Clinton, you might have George Clinton as well as Bill and Hillary, um, but you might want to add things get crazy where you could actually have uh, nots and ands and stuff like that. 
Uh, and another thing I'd like to, to, to Absolutely. do is have conditional rid of clamours. So I, perhaps I would like hmm. to uh, produce a whole load of clamour, um, clamour, clamours, whatever clamour. Um, and uh, have uh, b have it st sitting in the background, ready to be released. Um, but then um, have something that then triggers that release. A cue. Mm. And at a certain time, or if something happens, mm -hmm. when you, and, and so then I can pre I can pre uh, pre prepare different stories, uh, and then release the, the correct one at yep. the right time. Example. According to who wins the election, for example, you have <laughs> something like that. Well, that could be embarrassing to get it wrong, mind you, but indeed. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let me let me on that one try this out on you as a thought, which is one move: push the three conditional clamors with a date that's like a year out in the future, and then when the condition happens, you just simply change the date for the one that's relevant um, to to you know right now. Um, that would be the kind of poor man's way of doing that right now, which um, because you can, we have a schedule. Which brings us to the ultimate, which is then to have a button that says now. Or just to have a, a Clamor API. There is a Clamor API, isn't there? Good question. Yeah. We have, um, you know, the embed code and the embed maker is um, uh, on the open internet. We haven't uh, written a formal API. You could, well, most people could figure out the structure of how those um, links work. Uh, and to the earlier point that you made um, around alerts, that's exactly the kind of clamors an open platform. Like we'd be delighted if um, somebody wants to, you know, develop a little, uh, you know, alarm tool, uh, you know, with with this basically scouring clamor um, and flagging when something with a relevant term comes up and sending that as like you know just a you know if this then the logic. Um, uh, and that, that's why we made Clamor open. Like we, that's the kind of thing we may eventually do, but we'd be just as happy for community members to create that service. We're already seeing people starting to actually build businesses on top of Clamor, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, somebody's got a business where he's going around and offering to make uh, Clamors for them. Um, somebody else is going after real estate agencies um, to create, uh, you know, listings, uh, these second listings for their websites and that'll be on Clamor itself. And somebody else has even got a top 20 countdown every week. He's trying to be the Casey Kasem <laughs> of Clamor. He's doing a great job actually. So I could see, you know, we, if somebody in the community wanted to do that, even without a formal API, we'd work with them. Uh, but we'll get a kind of documented API out pretty soon too. Okay, well how, how scalable is your back end? Because I can see you're gonna grow very, very rapidly. And there's always a danger. You're just gonna run out of um, back end grunt. Well, um, we've 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 set ourselves up on AWS, um, and uh, you know we, we do have in terms of capacity. Obviously, AWS has that flexibility, um, uh, you know, to, to just on tap get more. Um, you know, certainly things changes when you're at super scale, right? I mean, if there are a hundred million people using it, um, you know, that's the reason Facebook has its own infrastructure. Um, but for for reasonably happen um, in in a in a matter of weeks, we're 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 pretty well set up um, to to kind of handle, you know, the single digit millions of users sort of thing. 
or else you could combine scalability with monetization and just expect Facebook to buy you in a few months. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the monetization of the There Facebook. you go. Well, somebody like that will come along with the checkbook. Hey, Pavis, we're going to be in touch. Um, yeah, I mean, I you know, um, I love this thing, and we're going to we're going to we're going to we're going to crush it. We're going to work it to death, and we'll see what ha not to death, but we're working hard, and we'll do what we can on. Uh, Please do work it to death. We love that. <laughs> uh, Thanks. Been a great guest. We're going to close up now with a little uh, thank you to our sponsors, but appreciate it. And again, we'll be in touch. We should tell people because they don't all see the video. C-L-A-M-M-R.com. Check this out, really. No matter what you do in life, go check it out. You could just have fun and shout out to people. You could get your family on and do shout outs from all over the world. There's a million, I could think of 25 things right now I could ad lib that you could do with this. So go look at it, clamor.com. And back to us if you like this, because we're a little off our topic of VoIP. So till next week, I will be in another continent. Great. So uh, hopefully I'll be up at, in time. In the meantime, it's thanks, been, guys. It's been, yeah, thank you, Puppies. Good to see you. And we'll get you back uh, when things are. Uh, Further down the road, we'll see how things are going. Come on back and see us. Thanks, everybody. We're going to the mature audience's version now in just a second. Here we go. Audio up. Hey, that was the bleeding edge of the IP communications and VoIP community. We're at VUC.me on the web. Thanks to Simwood.com, who is a developer into a telco. Our host at PBX is provided by OnSIP.com. The site at ME is on Bluehost.com. We use ZipDX.com for our wideband, full-featured conference bridge. And our local rate dial-ins are from Voxphone.com. Every Friday, 12 noon Eastern Time, see you next week.